Welcome to Giant Cocktails Happy Hour, a podcast where two amateur mixologists introduce homemade cocktails and discuss what makes each one a giant hit. Now, here are your hosts, Finn and Matthew Henry. Hey there, gobblers of garnishes and pilgrims of potions. I'm Matthew Henry, your master of the mixing glass, here to lead you through the bountiful harvest of cocktails. And carving the turkey, I mean the ice, is Ben Henry, the pioneer of pours and pumpkin spices. As we gather around the cocktail cornucopia, we're serving up concoctions as comforting and heartwarming as grandma's stuffing. Whether you're a fan of the old-fashioned or craving something spiced and new, we're thankful for the chance to share our mixological feasts with you. So raise your glasses. It's time for a Thanksgiving toast on Giant Cocktails Happy Hour. Here's to family, friends, and fantastic flavors. How you doing, pioneer of pours and pumpkin spices? You know what, Matthew? That means I'm a pioneer twice over. Okay. The school that actually gave me a degree. Oh. The mascot is the Pioneers. So you are a Pioneer. That's right. But now I'm a Pioneer twice over. And I got to tell you, though, Matthew, you asked me how I'm doing. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. Yeah. Well. Today is Thanksgiving, and I have been working my butt off. Yeah. Yeah. Is the turkey ready to go? The turkey is ready to be pulled out of the brine and then it's going to sit for a little while to come up from below freezing temperature. And then we're going to roast the snot out of it. I'm talking about. Yeah. So the turkey is ready. I'm ready to make cocktails. You know what, though? I'm also ready for you to make me some cocktails. I'm ready, too. I, I, it's, we don't get to see each other very often. So I'm bringing the booze. All right. And uh, we're going to have your aperitif things. We're going to do we're going to do a little punch, maybe a fireside 75. But today we've got some like post Thanksgiving meal cocktails. I think when we've cleaned up the kitchen, everything's winding down and you're ready for just a little bit of uh, just a little kind of nightcap, maybe, if you will. Right. That's what today's about. Yes. Yes. These would be very good cocktails. To have at the end of the day, once all the guests have left, all the fights have been had, all of the pie has been eaten and the leftovers, well, either put away or still sitting on your counter, however you do it. And you can enjoy these then as well. Well, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm exhausted too. It was really hard picking out the cheeses and the meats that I bring every year, the little charcuterie board. A few years ago, I couldn't even say charcuterie, still can't spell it, <laughs> but that's what I, that's my role now. I bring the cheese and meats. That's right. You bring the charcuterie, you bring the pre-meal snacks, and those are extremely important. They're almost as important as the aperitif bar. Yes. I am going to make sure though, that I am at the aperitif bar before I break into the charcuterie. That's probably good. I'm, I'm sure that will mean that the charcuterie board will go that much faster. Yeah. Well, there's that balance, though. The balance has to be there because you can't eat too much of the charcuterie because you got to save you know room for the main course and then the desserts afterwards. It's a game you have to play. That is true. That is true. 
it's a tough game to play on Thanksgiving when you really want to partake in everything. And some people might say, well, then you should not drink so many liquids. But to them, I say, be gone, demon. I'm bringing the stretchy pants. Just so you know, I don't okay. have the the Joey from Friends maternity pants, but I got something that give, has a little give <laughs> to it. So I'm definitely going <laughs> to. OK, good. Well, you know, if I hit the aperitif bar too much, I just might take my pants off. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, you know, and that's not the first time listeners to this show have heard that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Thanksgiving is here. So my question for you today is share one unusual thing that you're grateful for this year. Not like the, oh, I'm thankful for family and friends and loved ones. What are you really thankful for? What are some things that we may not really appreciate? And now's the opportunity to bring that to light. You know what? I'm thankful for the fact that I can take some time off from work and spend that time focusing on the things that I want to focus on, even though it fills me with anxiety. I'm thankful for having the ability to force myself to be full of anxiety for my future good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. I... I, I put you on the spot here. I know that it's difficult to come up with something like spur of the moment. Well, you also said that I can't be thankful for my family or my friends. And so I'm just like, no, because everybody says that. Come on, man. What are you thankful for? I'm thankful for video games, Matthew. There you go. I'm thankful for a place where I can escape and fill my day with mundane and useless tasks so that I can ignore all of the mundane and useless tasks that the real world forces me to do. That's what I'm thankful for. Okay. Okay. So I've got a list. I, I actually have thought about this because I actually thought of the question earlier. So I, <laughs> I got a few things. Fine. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. You go. And then I'm going to go again. This is some BS is what this is. Okay. Okay. All right. I, I'm thankful for leftover pizza because breakfast of champions doesn't always need to be cereal, Ben. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. I'm thankful for the other side of the pillow. Oh, for being mm -hmm. like always cooler mm -hmm. than the one that you're on. Like it just, it feels so much better when you flip that pillow. I'm really thankful for the last few sheets of toilet paper. Why? Because that because they're there. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it makes no sense, but okay. I'm thankful for the snooze button. Oh. You know, that gives you that extra like eight to nine minutes of sleep. That that's just so underrated and no one ever thinks the snooze button, but that's what I'm about. So those are the things that I'm thankful for this year. Okay, I get it. I see. All right. Okay. Okay. I'm thankful for my robotic litter robots. Oh, that's a good one. Yes. Yeah. They change themselves. So I only have to deal with them like once every 10 days. I am also thankful for loungewear because I didn't know this, Matthew, but it you really do need a pair, a set of clothing that is a step up from pajamas. 
but a step down from going outside. It really does make you feel as though you are relaxing. It sets the tone of what the expectations for the day are, and I'm super thankful that millennials invented this. I'm thankful for millennials also. Oh, don't we don't need to go that far. Uh, all right. Well, now that we've gotten being thankful out of the way, you know what time it is. Is it that time? It's that time for tip, tip of, of the day. day. Tip of the day, Ben. Tip of the day. So today's tip, Ben, is something that really sparked me from last episode when you were talking about the differences of ice and how big blocks melt slower and the dilution is important and all of that. So I felt like that deserved its own tip. And I think when serving a cocktail, balance is important. And especially like the drinks that we're presenting today, oftentimes are served with a large ice cube versus a handful of smaller ones. And the reason you do that is because a larger cube will melt slower than a bunch of smaller cubes. And when you add more water to a cocktail, it messes with the balance and the overall flavor, right? It dilutes it. And you want some dilution, but you don't want a lot of it. And so ice is a really important but often overlooked part of a cocktail. And I would think, I would say even going even further, you, the, the idea of clear ice is one that also is, is not just because it looks pretty, because it no longer has some of the air bubbles in it or impurities, it actually also melts slower than a large comparable size ice cube that has lots of air in it, right? Which is what you get from a cloudy, when you when your ice cubes are cloudy, it's air bubbles, microscopic air bubbles are kind of creating that cloud. And when you can remove all of that and have a very nice clear cube of ice, it actually causes slower dilution. And so all of those are really important. It just depends on how important it is to you. I haven't gone out and invested in the clear ice making like things that are out there. There are some simple tricks like using distilled water or freezing warm water or hot water is also one that will also give you a more clear uh, cube. So those are tricks that you could try. You don't necessarily have to go out and do the whole clear ice thing unless you are taking pictures of it or really want to impress people. I felt like it was an important tip to tell people that a large chunk of ice in a drink is often beneficial when you want to maintain the balance of the drink that you have. That's a good tip. Ice is actually a really incredibly important subject that you could go very deep into. And it's actually really important because it is a ingredient or rather, the water from ice is an ingredient in, in many of the cocktails that we make. Anything that is stirred or shaken has significant amounts. You're adding water to it, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Uh, the one thing that I will say that, that is counterintuitive to all of this is that ice that you put in your shaker, the size of the ice, doesn't really matter. And if the ice is anything above, like, crushed ice, like if it, is, if it has any sort of size at all, you can actually let it sit with your ingredients for up to two minutes without it having any impact. Because 
what actually causes the water to dilute is the shaking. And so the water, the ice just sitting there in your ingredients for a short period of time actually doesn't have a negative impact and doesn't increase the dilution. I learned this all from Liquid Intelligence, uh, Dave Arnold's book. And it turns out that the size of your ice doesn't matter when you shake the cocktail because the dilution will be the same when you get it down to the temperature that you're trying to get it to, because that's what makes it that cold, is how much of the ice has had been diluted. So it really doesn't matter what the size of the ice is when you're shaking it. It matters very much when you're stirring, and it matters very much when you're putting it into your rocks glass, but what you have when you're shaking doesn't matter. Ice, crazy, very interesting stuff. Good tip. Yeah, well, it is a good tip, and I feel like something that, yeah, if you're going to be adding to your bar your mixology knowledge this is something to know all right well ben i think it's time for you to go first today what are you drinking today ben well matthew i have no idea oh i wasn't aware i thought we were doing an old-fashioned i thought we were gonna do that thing we talked about this (laughs) oh well yes we did we did, we did agree that I was going to do an old-fashioned, but I didn't actually, you know, decide on on what all the ingredients would be. Oh. So I thought I would bring out a blast <gasps> from the past. Are those the dice? These are? The mixology dice? The mixology dice, yes. For those of you who do not know, I think it was the after the for two years ago now. I think yeah, it was, the, it was towards the years. end of season one. One, yeah, towards the end of season one of Giant Cocktails, my brother gave to me a gift of dice called Mixology Dice, and what they are are a bunch of different dice that six sided die that have different ingredients on them, and you roll them all together to determine what what cocktail you're going to make, and I made. I think I lost a bet or something about how many home runs and wins that Logan Webb and Buster Posey would have combined or something. And I was wrong or something. I don't remember. But anyway, I have the dice and I used to have to roll the dice to make a cocktail. So I thought today, Matthew, I would do is I would roll the dice to determine what kind of old fashioned I would make. And then we would pause the recording and I would go make it. Okay. So that's that's the plan. All right. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Okay. Tequila. Mm. I like it already. A tequila old fashioned. I like it. Tequila. I like it. With. Oh, okay. Okay, with cherry bitters. Oh, all right. That could pair nicely. That's not bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. And then it... What's the sweetener? What's the sweetener? The sweetener, well, so the sweetener just says simple syrup, but that's kind of boring. But it does have a maraschino, 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 as you say, a maraschino liqueur on here. So I thought that would be good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then it says grapefruit, and I'm not doing that, so that can go away. No. <laughs> and then and then there's like and then it says it says cherry. Look at that. Look at that. Wow. It's like it wants cherry, and it wants cherry bitters, and it wants maraschino liqueur. <laughs> I think it really wants cherry, Ben. I think it's what. 
It, it really wants cherry. All right. So, okay. So I'm going to forget the simple syrup and, well, maybe I'll keep that. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'll be right back. I'm going to go. Okay. All right. I'm going. Okay. I'll be right back. Alright, I'm back. Okay, okay, I made It was almost like you never left. <sighs> but through the magic of podcast editing, people don't know that. It was like, sorry I was gone so long. I was gone for like 30 minutes. It takes a long time to make a high quality cherry mess, cherry tequila. I think you were like aging the tequila or something. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. So here's the problem. <laughs> I ran into some problems. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I don't have any tequila. I have three different bottles of mezcal though. So, <laughs> so I'm using one of those. Okay. All right. So, so. The tequila old-fashioned is now a mezcal old-fashioned. Okay. I do have cherry bitters, so yes, cherry bitters. Also, I don't I don't know how this happened. Like, I don't know. Maybe it was because I was, like, doing the punch stuff or something, but... <sighs> no cherry liqueur either. Really? You're out of the Luxardo cherry liqueur? Yeah, I'm out of the Luxardo cherry liqueur. It's all, the, all that damn punch that you've been drinking. <sighs> Yeah, it's that is that is the problem. That is the problem. But but here's how I fixed it. Okay. I, I adios the simple syrup, and instead I took my Luxardo cherries. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad actually. And I just went in with the cherry syrup there, and then I just used more mezcal. So this is pure mezcal. There's no extra liqueur in here or anything like that. It's just all mezcal and cherry bitters and a Luxardo cherry syrup. And and then of course yes, I do have the cherry, and of course I have an orange peel. Uh, and, and yeah, so there's, you have it. There's, there's, you have it. I am drinking today a cherry mezcal old fashioned with a large chunk of ice. And I'm about to put more cherries in it too, but here, let me taste it for real quick. Cause it actually, it's actually not that bad. Because the smokiness of the mezcal and the cherry, go together really, really well. And the mezcal yeah. I'm using here is not that smoky. It's a little bit on the, the lighter side in terms of smokiness that mezcals usually have with them. They don't have to, but they pretty much always do. Balancing that out with the cherry flavors, right? Because there's not, it, most of those flavors that I'm, I've had in here are not, not just sweetener, right? I have a lot of the cherry bitters in here. And so it's just, it's like, it's very similar to actually like a smoked cherry wood. Honestly. Yeah. You smoke cocktail. Yeah. Yeah. If you smoke it with the cherry wood, you do get a kind of hint of that cherry flavor, cherry wood flavor. And this is reminiscent of that. I don't know if the flavors are actually the same. My brain right now wants to think that they're the same. This is actually surprisingly good. I was a little worried as I was making this, that this wasn't going to pan out because I felt like these two flavors are not two flavors that I would think to combine. But, I mean, cherry goes with everything, right? Uh, yeah, well, I I think so. I mean, it's, and particularly you're lucky that it goes with, I think, with mezcal, definitely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it creates a very smoky, but sweet undertones, 
even though it's not actually sweet, right? It is the cherry flavor, which I think my brain associates with sweetness. And so I get that sort of feeling of sweetness from the combination. And this is, this is definitely a sipper. I tell you what, Matthew, I could sit on my couch in my living room at the end of a Thanksgiving day with the echoes of Aunt Mildred and Uncle Robert and their screaming match about, you know, politics and literature just sort of still echoing in the room. And this cocktail just kind of makes all of that just fade into the distance and just helps me ease into Black Friday and the beginning of the consumerist season that is about to begin. And I say that with reverence and joy. I don't say that with disdain and I hold up my nose like I was born in the mid-80s or later. I say that as a 70s kid. <laughs> God bless Mezcal, Cherry Bitters, and Capitalism. Capitalism. All right. All right. All right. Well, your mes- I, I like how you just kind of ran with this whole dice thing and mezcal cherry old fashioned. Not bad. Like, I, I think that that's you, you lucked out. I think it could have been much worse. So my drink today, I did give a little bit more thought than rolling some dice. I have been toying around with the idea of doing something with chai tea. My kids would tell me that chai and tea are the same things and that. And so that I shouldn't refer to them as chai tea, that it's just chai. They are the same things, but also they're not the same things. Because if they were the same things, then saying chai would always just get you black tea, but it doesn't. Thank you. Thank you. So they are the same thing, but they aren't the same thing. Because chai, when we say it, means spiced tea. Exactly. Exactly. And so... I felt like this would be okay. What? So what you're saying, Matthew, is spiced tea tea. Spiced tea tea. Yes. So that's what I'm drinking today. I'm drinking a spiced tea tea old fashioned, or as the kids say, a chai old fashioned. And how did I do that? Well, it's really simple. You just make a chai simple syrup. And so I made a dark brown sugar simple syrup with a one to one ratio of water to dark brown sugar. And I, in this case, I did uh, a cup of each. And so I bring that to a boil over heat as I'm stirring and incorporating and getting it all incorporated. And as soon as it comes to a boil, I cut it off the heat and I added two tea bags of chai tea. And then let them steep until the syrup was cool. And then once it was cool, I strained it into a bottle. And now I have this lovely, like, molasses kind of dark brown sugar syrup with the elements of chai, like cinnamon and spice. And it's very delicious. And I was like, once I tasted that, I knew I was onto something. And so I partnered that with the bourbon. So I have two ounces of bourbon. 
I like my old fashions a little sweeter, so I have half an ounce of my new chai syrup. You might want to do a quarter ounce, but I got to tell you that the, the more you have in there, the more the chai flavor comes out. So I think this is like dessert in a bottle. Have, have a half an ounce. And then you're going to add a couple dashes of orange bitters. And just the combination of the bourbon and the chai dark brown sugar syrup and then the citrusy notes of the orange bitters is a really nice combination. You're going to take all those ingredients. You're going to stir them into a in a mixing glass with ice and you're going to strain it into your rocks glass with your large chunk of ice. And then you're going to express some orange oils over it from an orange peel. Drop that in the glass. And of course, add your Luxardo cherry. And it is a really nice old fashioned. It's got the sweetness combined with the bit of spiciness from the bourbon and the citrusy notes of the orange and all together, just a delightful mix and something to just taste and sip while you're reflecting on a wonderful Thanksgiving day. So that's what I'm drinking today, Ben, the chai old fashioned. The spiced tea tea old fashioned. I actually really like the chai flavor. Me too. If you haven't had it, it really does make for a very comforting, warm, smooth kind of flavor and profile, which I think lends itself very, very much for the theme that we're trying to go to today, which is a relaxing after Thanksgiving old fashioned or, or cocktail that you can enjoy while you let your waistline expand or while you bask in the warmth of family and friends or the afterglow of being with family and friends. It's also great if you're one of those people who has Thanksgiving and you don't really enjoy it <laughs> because it can be very comforting. It can help ease the anxiety that built in you throughout the day. In that case, make it a double. Okay, if that's the case. Yeah, I would agree. Make it a double. And next year, you know what? You know, go to Denny's. Or Friendsgiving is a thing, you know? That's true. That's true. Find a bunch of friends. I'm not that guy. But go to one of your real friends' houses. So so anyway, Matthew, I really do like this cocktail. Is there anything else that you want to say about it? I just think happy Thanksgiving. This is a great cocktail to enjoy at the end of a long and busy day. So I hope that your day was as good as you hoped. Agreed. Agreed. And happy Thanksgiving to all of you. I hope that your day goes well if you're listening to this in the morning. Went well if you're listening to it sometime after. And on that note, well, there you have it, folks. The cherry mezcal old-fashioned and the chai old-fashioned. If you liked either of these cocktails enough to try them yourselves, or maybe you made something better, take a scot of it. And for those of you who don't know what that means, that's a photograph. Take a photograph of it. Or maybe just paint a word picture and send it to us on Instagram, the Twitter, formerly known as Twitter, Threads, or Mastodon. We love to interact with you all, and it really helps the show. Matthew, you know what else helps the show? 
leaving a positive review on Apple Podcasts. Go ahead and click those five stars. Maybe leave a kind note uh, telling everybody how much you like me uh, over my brother. That would be fine. Uh, And also tell friends. Tell lots of people. Just tell anybody, really. About the show, not about how much you like Matthew more than me. Yeah, that's true. The show is more important than that. Yeah. I mean, you can do both. You can do both, but definitely plug the show. Yes. And uh, we will see you all next Monday where we will be drinking these very same cocktails while we talk about the San Francisco Giants and whatever they've been up to, which is probably probably not very much, not very much. But I think things to look forward to, the rumors have it that Shohei Otani is going to sign before the winter meetings, which begin on December 4th. So maybe we'll be able to see Shohei Otani putting on his Dodgers jersey by then. And you can hear Matthew and I fight about that on Monday. Until then, Matthew. Cheers, my friend. (sighs) Moshi moshi, Ben. Bye, everybody. Adieu, mon chéri. Adieu. And scene. Thank you for listening to the Giant Cocktails Podcast. Until next time, bottoms up. All right, I'm glad you're going to delete that out. Am I? Am I going to delete that out? Am I? Probably not. Am I? I'm not rich, but I sure like to play a rich person on my podcast. Because I I don't remember what I just said, Matthew, but I'm pretty sure I offended everyone. (laughs) I'm pretty sure, too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think somebody heard me say Buster Posey's name and is now at my door. Come here. Posey? Oh, you want to go that way? It's Posey. Yeah. Okay, 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 go.